Hello and welcome to the Parenting with Play podcast. It's been a while, hasn't it? But I'm really pleased to be back and sharing more parenting wisdom and insights and thoughts with you to support you on your parenting journey. Now today I thought I'd talk about travelling because we, being in Australia, have been shut off from the world for a very long time. And now the world is opening up again and traveling is a huge part of that. And I know that, well, I've traveled several times this year back to England and other people are traveling a lot now. So for those of you with new little babies and toddlers who haven't traveled before, and even if you have and you're like, oh my God, I can't even remember what to do. Today's episode is going to help on how to make the traveling experience much more enjoyable for you, your child and for those around you. So one of the key things that you can do to make sure your travel is as enjoyable as possible is it's to plan for it. Now, I know you'll have a million of things, million things to on your to do list to plan, to get ready, to pack, to prepare the house, to make sure the dog and the cat are being looked after. All those things that actually can make going on holiday really quite stressful, can't it, beforehand? But one of the other things to add to your to do list is to connect with your baby and with your child beforehand. It really is in the preparation because it is very easy to get caught up doing all the things and you're like, yeah, 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 just I'll be with you in a magnet. I'll just, you know, (laughs) to your child. And then you come, you get everything done, you're feeling quite frazzled, then you get in the car or you get to the airport and you're like, right, okay, I'm here, let's hang out together. And your child by then will have accumulated a lot of upset feelings because they can sense that something is happening, you're outside of your normal routine, you're more distracted, perhaps more stressed, that can all build up in your baby and your child. And if you have been busy with other things, then you've had less time to connect gently and calmly and relaxed with them, to perhaps listen to upset feelings, to do the play, to do all the things that you do normally that keeps normal life ticking along really well. So when you've got something big happening, then it's so easy to forget about your child because you're so busy doing all the things. So like with anything, if you want it to go well, it does come down to the planning and for not wanting to add too much to your to-do list. But if you, you need to factor in your child's emotional state before you go away and spe- taking the time to ramp up the connection even because as I said they will be feeling a little discombobulated a bit out of sorts going what's going on why is everything being packed why are we not doing this you know there might be some excitement there might be some fears whatever's coming up for them you need to allow them to release those feelings you don't want your child or your baby to be full of upset feelings as you sit or as you are sitting on the runway for, you know, what could be a 24-hour flight. So the preparation in advance is really, really important. So make sure that you, even if you have a to-do list, you write it down, play with child, listen to upset feelings, make sure you factor that in. Then when you, because... Because the more that you can listen to your child's upset feelings beforehand, the less that they're carrying. So yes, feelings accumulate from everyday activities as well as whatever might be going on for them in anticipation of going away. But the more regularly that your child can play with you and giggle and laugh and connect and have fun, 
the more that they can cry and tantrum with you, the less they're going to be carrying, the less upset they're going to be carrying in their bodies, the less reactive they will be to little inconveniences, the more able they're going to be able to cope with being confined in a very small space for a very long, uh, long time. So do that in advance. And then when it comes to the day of traveling, so I'm going to talk mainly about going in the, in the plane, but uh, if it's a long car trip or you're on a train, it's exactly the same principles apply. So if you have a baby, well, even if you have a baby and a small child, the prospect of sitting on a plane for a long period of time probably fills you with dread. Now, I have done this a lot of times with my little children. And when I traveled earlier on this year, I was witness. I traveled on my own. I have to say, oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> I have not traveled on my own in 15, 16 years. And it was quite extraordinary, totally different experience. I could just sit there in the window seat, watch whatever TV I wanted, not bothered by anybody. It was amazing. So, but I have done years of not having that experience. So I really feel for you though, if you are doing that, because it can be very daunting and it can be very, very stressful. So before you get on the plane, when you get to the airport, again, there can be rust, you know, bustling around and, and traveling can be stressful and it has been more stressful as a result of COVID. So there's a lot more paperwork that you may need to be doing. There's just more tension going on. Um, you may be having to wear masks, your children may have to be wearing masks if they're older. So there's all these extra elements to it. But when you get to the airport and you're checked in and you're hanging around at the gate or before you even get to the gate, that is a time when you can relax and really focus on your baby and your child. It could be that your baby does need to have a cry. So find a corner somewhere and go, okay, I'm going to listen for 10 minutes and you can set the timer on your phone so that you know that, you know, if anybody else around you is getting annoyed, you can go, it's only 10 minutes. People can cope with 10 minutes. If you've got a child, I really, really recommend playing with them at the gate. High energy running around games. And I have done this. And yes, I probably look like a complete lunatic. But what was really interesting was that other children were drawn towards us and they wanted to join in too. Because most time adults are on their phones or they're looking around or they're still sort of sorting things out or might be feeling quite embarrassed about doing something silly at an airport in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people. So try and put all of that to one side. We just did, I would just do simple chasing games. And I did this when my youngest was a toddler and my eldest was probably about six or seven to eight years old. So whatever age your young children are, this game is great. And you're just chasing them around, just a small space. If you don't want to do running, what you can do is giving them an opportunity where they're in charge because they're about to have 24 hours where they are not in charge and they can't move and they can't do all the things that they want to do. And that increases the stress and increases their chance of kicking off in big time on the fl on the plane. So you want to give them that sense of power and control and giggling with you and enjoyment with you as much as possible. So something simple like my, my daughter at the time, she was really into Frozen, so we would play ice, <laughs> where she would point at me and say whether to, you know, it was ice. And if it was ice, I had to stand really still like an ice statue. If it was fire, I think I could sort of move a bit more like a crazy person. Um, 
and she so she would tell me what to do so these games are really simple your children will like it it could just be you know stand still turn around jump up and down getting them to tell you what to do is so fantastic it's such like the ultimate power reversal game and the more that you can help your children to feel in control and powerful and all of these great things the more able they're going to be able to cope with being restricted and having to be quiet and all of the things that you need them to do for the long journey. So playing games like that at the airport, um, it could be silly. It doesn't even have to be high energy if you do, if you really don't want to. What it needs is you being really fully engaged with your child. Now, you may not want to do it for ages, but 15 minutes of this works wonders. So you don't have to do it the whole time. Um, as I said, other people might think you're a complete crazy person, but we had children coming in and joining us on the play and it was fun, actually. <laughs> We're now, I'm a sort of older, well, I've got older kids, so we don't do it as much. I might do it with my son next time he goes traveling with me because he's currently seven. So he, I would probably do it again with him, but my 13 year old doesn't need this. But just that connection, that engagement, that fun, that playfulness, that giggling, that giving your opportunity, the, your child the opportunity to be in charge, they work wonders. So that then when you go into the, um, into the plane, you'll have obviously explained to them what's happening in advance. They're going to be much more able to sit quietly, to look out the window, to be happy about sitting there. I mean, they've got unlimited TV. This is like, all Christmas has come at once, isn't it? I was going, go for your life, watch whatever you like. <laughs> Amazing. So, you know, obviously TV is a part of our life and I am an advocate of not using it as a form of distraction, but when you're on a plane, knock yourselves out, go for it and have as much TV as you want. It's, it's fun and that's fine. But the younger your child, the less TV may or may not be appealing. My children seem to just love watching TV forever. But I do know some kids who get bored and then want to do something else. And so in those instances, have take something with you. Take some toys. It might be new toys. It might be old toys that you've wrapped up to make look exciting. Um, one of the things that somebody gave, told me, which was really good, was one of those magnetic uh, drawing things. Um, because that you can just constantly draw or play noughts and crosses or, you know, you have a, like little drawing competitions. You draw something, they draw something that it's small, it's light, it's easy to take. And that that was a really good thing that I took with mine. Um, I did take some coloring in stuff, but really they were quite happy just to watch the TV. So it's it's that time before is really helpful at the gate where you play. That's what's going to help. And likewise, when you get to a, a stopover play again at the gate so that they've got a chance to yes run around and play but don't just take them to the the airport playground and just let them run around while you sit on your phone actively engage with them and the more you do that the easier things are going to be for you are you wanting to learn how to transform your child's challenging behavior in connected respectful and effective ways if so join me in my free online workshop of called playful discipline in it, I'm going to share with you the main reason why your child is whining or be aggressive or just not listening and cooperating with you. Find out what they're really needing to be able to cooperate and be gentle and behave well. 
Learn how play is the best way to improve their difficult behavior, your child's difficult behavior, and discover why rewards charts and timeouts just aren't helpful. This workshop will give you a really good understanding of what's going on for your child, what they're needing, and how you can use play to help transform those difficult situations. Because we can get so caught up in trying to make our children behave, we think we need to be harsh and punitive, but actually, Play is one of the best things that you can do to transform your child's behavior. So if you like the idea of it, but you're just going, oh, I don't really know how this works in reality, come along to my Playful Discipline online workshop. It's free and I would love to share this with you. So just come on over to parentingwithplay.com.au forward slash playful. I'll see you there. Now, if you've got a little baby, you're not going to be running around at the airport, are you? So what you need to do is babies need to cry and they will cry on the plane, especially for that long amount of time. And yes, it's good if you're breastfeeding to feed them whilst they go up and down, because obviously it helps with ears and their pressure and everything like that um, to equalize their ears. But you're not going to want to have them on your boob the entire time. It's just going to be too exhausting. And also, if you try that, your baby is going to get fed up with that and just want to scream their head off. Now, the plane that I was on recently coming back, it was from um, Doha. So it was like a 12, if not longer, hour journey. It was a long time. This baby, poor little thing, poor parents, screamed for hours and hours. So it's very stressful. So if that is you and your baby is crying... Number one is to allow them to have that time to cry. Like I said earlier on, set the timer. And it's much better to listen to like an intense 10 minute cry at the beginning of a journey or whenever they start to cry than to constantly being stressed and trying to stop them to cry and trying to placate them because that's just exhausting and they're just going to keep crying. If you can do a really good 10 minute let them let rip cry, that is going to set them up really well. They'll have had a really good chunk of crying where they've let those tears out and then they're going to be far able to to be settled, to go on the boob then if you want to just to let them calm down, you know, be quiet, give them a feed or just to sit there in your arms and or to go to sleep in the bassinet. So I really recommend doing that. And the point of setting your phone is because with all of those people around you, five or 10 minutes can seem like an absolute eternity. So to have your phone there, just put it on timer or just put it on spot, stopwatch so you can see how long you've been listening to. That gives you a reality check so that if you do think people are looking at you and getting annoyed, you can just go, I've only been doing it for five minutes, 10 minutes. You know, you can cope with this. Also, we need to let go of of other people, of worrying what other people think of us, because the vast majority of people on the planes are parents themselves. So they will have gone through it themselves. And most people, myself included, are just quite frankly relieved that it's not us. It's not me that I have to deal with it anymore. So people are far more likely to be sympathetic to you than judgmental. If anybody is judgmental, that is completely on them and you do not need to, to, to take that on whatsoever all babies cry all children want to run around and get bored sitting on the flights and want to walk up and down the aisles and all this sort of stuff so do not worry about other people's judgments the ones who tend to be the most judgmental the ones who don't have children and you can just sit quietly going haha this is coming to you if you ever have children 
So let go of people's judgments, but also know that you are doing what is needed, the best things that's needed to help you, help your baby and your child um, be as, as relaxed as possible on the flight. And by being proactive, that means you're less likely to be frazzled, to be on the back foot, to be like, oh, God, this is horrendous. Because, you know, that poor couple, this baby screamed and screamed and screamed for hours. And I would imagine that this couple does not did not do aware parenting because what happens then when our babies don't have the distractions like if you're stuck in a car on a train in a plane there really is limited number of distractions and so our everyday coping mechanisms of stopping babies from crying of you know cooing and um taking them to see something else or patting them incessantly this couple actually did have a a um had their phone and they just had the shh shh so anyway the entire plane could hear the shh, shh. so obviously that was their their technique to getting helping their baby sleep at home so you have the advantage because you are more comfortable with your baby's feelings you know how to help them with their feelings which means they are less likely to go on and off, well go off for hours on the constrained restricted area of an aeroplane so you are ahead of the curve ahead of the game by listening to your baby's feelings and that's why in advance that's why the preparation is so important because you want to go on that plane feeling confident and yes your baby is going to cry when you don't really want them to and yes things won't all go to plan but I promise you that by listening as much as possible by playing as much as possible um, by really connecting with your baby and helping them to release the upset feelings that they're carrying your journey is going to be pleasurable certainly manageable like I managed to watch the entire uh Downton Abbey season when my uh, when my youngest was a toddler on the plane and he was sitting on my lap and but it was or next to us yeah on the lap it was fine you can manage it so this is the power of aware parenting and parenting by connection not only is it good for our children but it's very practical and the benefits are just immense such as traveling. So one last thing to say is that when you get to your destination, it's very easy, isn't it, to get caught up in like seeing the sights, catching up with people, doing all these amazing things that it's very easy to let go of the things that you do normally at home, such as spending some time in doing special time or doing play or whatever it is and listening to, and spending time to, to listen to upset feelings of your baby and your child. So I really would also recommend that you schedule that into your day consciously because um, I'll do another podcast, but when other people are not accepting of aware parenting or finding it hard or don't understand it, but just take your baby and your child away to a room, away from anybody else and spend that time connecting and playing and listening. And that is what's going to make your holiday more enjoyable as well. Because the more that you sort of forget about it and go, oh, it's fine. And there's so much, you know, they're playing with their cousins or they're with grandparents or you're doing amazing stuff, you know, at this amazing location. Um, yes, initially they can be distracted by all of that, but you're going to find that bedtimes become harder. They become more wakeful at night time, especially if you've got jet lag issues to deal with jet lag. Oh my God, with kids, it's a nightmare. But remember, it all comes back to connection and helping with upset feelings. And when you focus on those two things, everything 
becomes manageable and actually better than manageable. It becomes much more enjoyable. So I hope that helps. I hope if you are going away, you have the most fabulous time. You absolutely deserve it. It's been a really rough couple of years. Um, And so enjoy traveling, enjoy going back to maybe back to your home or going off to new places, seeing family, going away with friends, whatever it is. But remember the key principles of play, listening and uh, really connecting with your baby and your child and you will have a really great time. All right. Have a wonderful time and I will speak to you again next time. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and you can see how you can implement what we talked about today with your children and family. Be sure to hit subscribe in your podcast app to know when each episode is released and I would love it if you could leave a review and share with your friends. And if you want to shout less and connect more, head over to parentingwithplay.com.au. You really can transform your everyday parenting challenges with connection and fun. So have a great week and enjoy playing.